0: All right, what is going on, you magnificent sons of bitches and bastards? It's your host, Jay North. It's the Northern Exposure Podcast. Coming to you again. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a couple weeks. I am back. And to piggyback on my Facebook posts the other day, this episode is going to be getting into the uh, controversy that we just recently encountered with one Mr. Neil Young, one Mr. Joe Rogan. Of course, the listening platform for uh, music and podcasts, Spotify. Some of you might be listening to this uh, podcast on Spotify right now. So I want to get into that a little bit, the uh, whole cancel culture thing what Neil Young tried to pull on Spotify in regards to Joe Rogan, some uh, Spotify's responses, and of course, how would this affect somebody like me? We'll get into that in a minute. So what do I mean by that? I'm going to be very careful using the word COVID. Because uh, that's what this is all kind of coming down to. So, and I haven't gone on Spotify to check my own podcast. Shame on me, but I have no idea if the last episode I did, which was based on my personal COVID experience, had a COVID content warning. Uh, attached to the podcast. But apparently in the article I'm reading this morning, a step that Spotify is taking to ensure quote-unquote listener safety is that they will apply that warning label to any podcast or whatever that has anything to do with COVID on their platform. So stay tuned. I just got done reading this article before I hopped on here to record, and I didn't go into my personal Spotify page to see if that warning label is, in fact, on the last podcast I did even though I made no medical claims I just spoke of my personal experience and what I see around me and I guess I question based on Spotify's decisions now I I sort of agree with it it's like uh it's like warning labels on music you know we in video games we we've gone through this before where there's like Certain age ratings, so it's a catch twenty two for me it's a uh, it's It's sort of the devil's advocate and in the truth uh, because I believe in free speech, but I also understand the responsibility of consenting adults to at least take the right steps to filter what we're seeing and hearing in regards to our kids because kids you know, mental development and all that thing. Sometimes they're exposed to things on social media and things of that nature that, in my opinion, they should not be. Uh, And it comes out of left field and just hits you because there's no no warning that it's going to happen. But anyway, I digress. So let's get into it. What happened? And have the masses finally had enough of the cancel culture? So if you're familiar with the Joe Rogan podcast... He has been out now, oh God, I want to say 11 years. Don't quote me on this. COVID is, see I said it again, there's going to be a warning on this podcast, but it has really kind of put a kibosh on some things, including uh, my perception of how fast time is actually going. So I know Rogan has been in the podcast game for 10 years at least if not more. I, I think he just had his 10th anniversary not long ago. Uh, so he's been out for a while. And if you're not familiar with Joe Rogan, and, you know, I'll give a shameless shout-out. He's sort of the inspiration for what I'm doing. Just trying to be a diverse, multi-guest, you know, open forum podcast where you can have a variety of topics and you could talk about them, you know, civilly. And that's basically what Rogan's been doing uh, for the last 10, 11, 12 years, uh, hosting the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. He's had some interesting guests on there. He's had Edward Snowden on there, for example. He's had uh, Alex Smith, who's kind of a wackadoo, but some of the stuff he says is, you know, makes you think a little bit. So. He's had various doctors on recently uh, in regards to the pandemic that has been going on. And some of those doctors have very different opinions on some things. And in some cases, they agree like 100% with each other. But basically, he's not an echo chamber. And and as a fan of Joe Rogan, and again, I'm going to have bias in this episode because I am a fan of Joe Rogan. Uh, because, again, I believe in free speech, and I appreciate what he does, and I, I value the platform that he's giving us. And you know what? I'm an old man. I'm an adult. I can make a decision whether or not I want to listen to something or expose myself to something. Uh, so, I, again, back to Spotify's warnings. Fine. I get it. It's like putting warnings on music that it's explicit lyrics. Great. Some of my podcasts have explicit warnings uh, next to them because I cussed like a sailor in that episode. <laughs> you know, it just depends. And I totally agree with it. That's fine. Um, so anyway, back to Rogan. Neil Young, the musician Neil Young. Now, if you're a younger person, you're like, who the hell is Neil Young? Uh, go Google it. His best number one hit song is probably Rockin' in the Free World. Uh, don't quote me on this, people, and I'm too lazy to pull it up right now, but I would go back to, like, circa 1970, I'm gonna throw a guess out there, 74, 75-ish, he wrote that song, you know, a long time ago. Well, (laughs) some people are like, I wasn't even born yet. Well, guess what? Neither was I. So, but he had a hit, he had some good tunes, you know, he he was part of Crosby, Stills, and Nash once upon a time, if I'm not mistaken, he was in there. Uh, you might remember Sweet Home Alabama, written by Leonard Skinner, there's a line in there, says, uh... You know, Neil Young sang about her, and then old Neil, he went and put her down. Well, I hope Neil Young does remember. A Southern man don't need him around anyhow. He's in lyrics, so, I mean, Neil's been around for a hot minute, right? So, (laughs) Neil apparently decided to give Spotify the Celebrity Crybaby ultimatum and sort of demanded that Joe Rogan's podcast be removed from the platform. I'm not, I don't have specifics on it, I've been... Working my face off myself the last couple weeks. Been catching, you know, bits and articles here. And, of course, my beloved group of guys that I've mentioned on this show several times. We go back and forth and we talk about whatever the hell is going on in the world every day. So in some cases, love me or hate me for this, that group of 12 guys becomes my news information source. Uh, And they dig. They dig you know, and they listen to various platforms and we go back and forth and we debate a little bit. And man, we have some good conversations. It's almost too bad we didn't have a big ass table and just put the 12 of us together at least once a week. Uh, cause I think you guys would enjoy it. But anyway, Neil Young, he wanted Spotify to pull the podcast and Spotify said no. Um, and I applaud Spotify for that because, Cancel culture is getting to be ridiculous, number one. Number one, if you are an intellectual, mature, emotionally mature, mentally mature, adult person, why do you feel the need to cancel something that isn't hurting you? What physical harm is being done to you, Mr. Neil Young? None. Here's how you stop... Absorbing things that you don't like or don't agree with. You simply no longer subject yourself to it. Man, that's easy. (laughs) You just don't listen to the show, Neil. You just don't listen to the show. When you try to cancel somebody, and then in the case of Mr. Neil Young, it completely backfires. I mean, from what I'm seeing on social media from what I'm seeing from influencers that have to say about it, from what me and the guys are talking about. Like, Joe Rogan's not doing anything wrong. Does he have controversial guests on there? Yes, absolutely. Sometimes he does. You know, that's the thing. If you're going to fill your content space with some interesting people, some of those people that are interesting are going to be controversial. And then we here as an audience, particularly like in the case of Mr. Neil Young, Pretend that we're not into that stuff at all, not even a little bit, simply because you did not like the particular content around the topic of COVID 19. You didn't like what some of his doctors had to say. You didn't like the fact that he used ivermectin for treatment, which again, I've mentioned Dr. Z Dog MD on this podcast. Dr. Z, he's the reason, okay, that I started to kind of calm down about, you know, the vaccine conspiracies, but he asks a lot of good questions too. So even though he supports vaccinations and he he wants to see this thing all go away, you know, he still has questions and he understands why patients would have questions and he understands where, um, you know, hesitation would be not only un- understandable, but mandatory in that moment for that person based on whatever, <clears throat> excuse me, medical reasons. So, You know, there's all kinds of things there. So fair, level-headed people, you know, basically understanding that this is an adverse time, a unique time, an unprecedented time, and cooler heads will always prevail, not just in this, but in anything. So I think when you have the cancel culture, and people are getting sick and tired of it. Like, you can't erase something that you don't like. You simply do what mature people do, and you don't subject yourself to it. I am a metalhead. I love my metal music. I listen to hard rock and metal every goddamn day of my life. Now, some of you have known me only in the professional setting, and you're like, what? (laughs) You're like, you're a metalhead? Yeah, yes. I'm trying to go see Trivium on May 10th, but I can't find anybody to go with me. And where am I going with this? My wife does not like metal music does my wife deny me my metal? Nay. Nay, she does not. She's the one that buys me my metal concert mandates. When I say mandate, I'm not talking a mandate. I'm talking a man date where two men go to a show. Um, (laughs) We have to clear that shit up in 2022. God damn it. There comes another label warning for this podcast. But yeah, my wife, she knows I love that crap. Uh, she can't understand it. She absolutely believes me. The lyrics might be beautiful, baby. You just got to read the words. Well, I would like it a little more if I can understand what they're saying. I don't like, you know what I mean? It's just too heavy for her. It's too heavy for her. And, you know, that's it. She just doesn't listen to it. She's got her country music. She's happy. And I appease her. Do I like country music? Not really. Will I go to a show with her? Absolutely. I'll go to a show with her because I appreciate music. But I'm typically, 98% of the time, not going to subject myself to country music. Sorry, country music fans. Sorry, country music artists. Much respect to what you do. It's just not my jam. I'm not trying to cancel you. you, you know? Uh and again there's all kinds of stuff out there. There's all kinds of content out there. There's all kinds of you know, you you've gotta sift through it. We as adults have to sift through it. Cancel culture gets dangerous. And I'm glad Neil Young got knocked off his uh his post here a little bit. I think he deserved it. I think the whole concept of cancel uh cancer cancer, cancel culture deserved this punch in the mouth, if you will. Like that's enough. That'll do. You know, you can't do that you know, be a big person. Now, obviously, if it's destructive or causing physical harm, then that's a whole different story. But if you're talking about expressive expression, artistic expression, like to me, there's really not a lot of talent in a podcast. I I didn't think so. Some people say you got to have the voice for it. You got to have charisma. You know, it's a podcast. It's tough. It is. You know, the biggest thing is time and commitment. But you with all that content out there with music and everything else and there's new stuff coming out every day because that's the power of the internet these days you could go into the recording studio at nine in the morning and you could be bumping that shit by 5 p.m on all the mainstream platforms you could record it edit it put it together publish it boom out it is the world gets it um which is awesome and maybe that's part of neil's anger and jealousy that wasn't the case in the 70s like People don't understand these days. You had to play in the dive bars. You had to eat shit before you can kiss the gold, you know, in the music world. Somebody had to find you, you know, like, hey, go check out this band at this smoky bar in Nashville. I think they're gonna blow your mind. And then some couple guys hop in a goddamn van and drive a couple hundred miles to go see the show. You know, that's how it was back then. Now you could just throw things out, you know, boom, 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 left and right. Like, I mean, there's music that I don't care for. I'm not trying to cancel it. There's podcasts I don't care for. I'm not trying to cancel it. There's YouTubers out there that I don't care for. I'm not trying to cancel it. You know what I mean? I I tell my kids my opinion, uh, you know, in some of this stuff. Because I think that's, for me as a parent, that's what it all comes down to. That's the only reason I care about, you know, the content warnings and things of that nature. I want to know what my kids are getting into, number one, just as a responsible parent. But number two, again, I just told you a minute ago how fast things move through this internet world, this social media. So you, man, your head has to be on the swivel. And oh, by the way, we're living in a society now where both the man and woman hold down a career. Shit gets hard, folks. So, you know, again... Cancel Culture took a fat lip in this one, and I'm happy about it because, again, it's free speech. We have free freedom of choice. And it's ironic to me that a musician tried to cancel somebody because I vividly remember, and it's, it's been talked about before, Dee Snyder of Twisted Sister sitting up there on Capitol Hill going to war with Tipper Gore. Because they were literally politicians back in the day. They they didn't just want that warning label, folks. They wanted that shit not to exist. You understand? You couldn't have a guy like Dee Snyder dressing like a drag woman on the cover, Twisted Sister. You know, you you just couldn't have it. And it's funny because if you go back and you actually listen to those albums now, there's hardly any profanity, verbal profanity, no. But the artistic expression, again, this was the era of the music video. MTV just came out. If you were a smash band, you had several videos, and there was provocation, uh, a lot of provocative material in a lot of those videos. I mean, the 80s was the decade of excess and sex. Excess and sex, however they say that there. Everybody was dressing way overkill, and it was a very sexual decade, uh, especially musically. And just think about the artists that came through the 80s, Madonna, George Michael. This, let's start with those two, you know, just what their shows used to be like. Madonna's shows were like a burlesque. You kidding me? But you have a choice. Do you want to buy the ticket to the show? Do you wanna buy this? Did you want to buy the record? Did you want to buy the cassette? Did you want to buy the CD? Did you want to buy the T-shirt? No? Okay. Not your thing? No worries. No worries. That's called big boy, big girl world right there. Cancel culture is bullshit, guys. I will tell you right now, it is absolute bullshit. Uh, but I will continue to support Joe Rogan. Um, again, he's the reason I'm trying to put this together. I-, I like his, I like his format. I like the variety of topics. I like the variety of guests. I like how some of it will touch upon what's going on in current events, and some of it will touch upon, you know, ancient alien theory and different kinds of psychedelic <laughs> drugs. You know, there's there's different shit out there that he puts out. And I'm confident he's been out for so long. He's had so many guests that if you never have listened to Joe before and you're just going off this Neil Young reaction and you're thinking to yourself, because this, again, it's a herd mentality sometimes, right? Oh, man, maybe I don't like Joe Rogan. And you've never given him a chance. Maybe. I don't know. He's got big. He's got a lot of fans. He is the number one podcast in the world. So, you know, I digress on that. Glad cancel culture took a punch in the face. That was perfect. Um, you know, that's, it's hard. It's hard. But the warning labels, sure. You know, Spotify CEO came out and said, you know, uh, they just released this. I was actually, believe it or not, it was a CNN article. And uh, they were saying, it was came out about an hour, hour and a half ago, and basically just saying that they're going to put content uh, warnings on anything that has to do with COVID on the platform. And that's fine because, you know, I'm not denying that there could be some misinformation out there. But there's also misinformation going the other way, Uh, and Dr. Z mentioned that in regards to ivermectin and the uh, stigma that was put on it by the media calling it horse dewormer. Uh, Basically, there's things called failed drugs that you find out they might do something else, so you put them in a clinical study. Uh, And that's basically what's going on. It's a therapeutic, possibly, uh, and they're just trying to see if it basically reduces your symptomatic time. You know, that's that's what I understood when I was listening to Dr. Z. So again, I'm sure I've said the word too much. I'm sure this, even though this was about Joe Rogan and Spotify, uh, I'm sure that this will get a COVID warning because, again, that's the magical word right there. And, you know, how many days do you go out now and not say that goddamn word? So anyway, Exposed ones. thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. If you're up in the Northeast, you know, be safe these next couple days. We've got a what they call a slow snowstorm uh basically 36 hours of snow globe like snow uh to a foot and some change in accumulation so it's just going to be one of those annoying not really too bad i don't expect the roads to get too nuts but it's just going to be a steady barrage of salt trucks and snow plows uh, for the next 24 hours or so so if you're traveling be safe out there. To my trucker brothers, especially Louis Flores, you guys be safe out there. All the guys up in Canada, all the guys and girls up in Canada, I should say, I see you, baby. And Jay Gordon, I miss you, man. Uh, As soon as we can. As soon as we can. We're getting together. I owe you a hug, my Canadian brother. Until next time, y'all be good.